Good evening and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. I am your humble host, Ralph Nudie, coming to you live from the studios of AM 1050 WLIP in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And simulcast live from Kenosha to the Canary Islands and all across the world via our YouTube channel. Just go to GetRealWithRalph.com. That's GetRealWithRalph.com. Fun-packed evening. Tonight we're going to talk with the cast of the latest comedy uh, by Lakeside Players at the Rhodey Theater. And uh, then we're going to have an all-Irish music episode in, antici- in anticipation of St. Patrick's Day. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after the break. And we're back here in the studio at AM 1050 WLIP, Get Real with Ralph, your host, Ralph Nudie, as well as my fantastic co-host What's and up, buddy? media extraordinaire, Mr. Jim Selovich. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. How are you doing, man? Good. I got a chance to catch uh, your show today, and uh, we have here in the studio along with yeah. you a couple of your uh, co-cast members, yeah. Steve Matner and... Clara Tappa. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. What a great weekend, man. I mean, uh, uh, we had we opened on Friday night. Then Friday night, I ended up over at 58 Below, um, one of the fine sponsors of Lenny's show as well. He does a lot of things here with WLIP. Um, they uh, stopped by there. They had an 80s party going on. Oh, wow. An 80s dance party. They've done this a couple times there, and it's really cool. Really cool. But um, I probably have some stuff in my closet still from the 80s. Of course. <laughs> right? Um, uh of course, uh, from 89 Mojo, Grant's birthday is coming up Friday. This coming Friday, there's a big party going on over at uh, 58 Below on Friday. Well, happy birthday coming up to Grant June. He's, uh, mm-hmm. of course, 58 Below has been a guest on our show here Absolutely, before. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, good friends. They're, 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 they're good people, good musicians, yeah. and, and, and a lot of fun. Just to want to reach out and wish Grant a happy birthday, uh, early birthday. In the 14th, they got the KAPD bagpipers playing. Gotcha. And then... Uh, Followed by the Lonely Ninjas. The Lonely Saturday. Ninjas. What genre of music is that? They're rock. They're rock. Gotcha. Absolutely. They're, they're great. But, of course, the highlight of the weekend was the opening weekend of our show. Death of a Streetcar Named Virginia Woolf, a parody. Yes. Did I get it right, finally? You got it right. You got it right that After time. watching it, it's even easier to get it right. And, boy, what and, a funny, and, and, fun and, and show. And one of the greatest things about being on the radio here is that I can shamelessly plug the shows that I'm in. And uh, I think you mentioned before, we got Steve uh, here as well, Clara, from the show. Welcome to WLIP. Thanks, Jimmy. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. So uh, quite a show you guys did. And uh, Yeah, thanks for coming out. You have uh, one, more, one more weekend coming up, is that correct, or two more? Uh, we got w- one more. One, one more, more weekend. One more weekend isn't enough for that show. It's a really funny show. Yeah, well, usually that's the way things happen. You know, people people catch on after we're done. It takes a while to catch you on, know, especially. Like, oh, that? You know, cause I did a play one time, and it was just like, oh, it was great. We sold out like the last performance, and I'm walking down the street, and somebody, hey, well, oh, I heard so much about the show. When's the next one? I go, you know, where were you in the first uh, eight performances? But that's the way it goes. So now. Tell us a little bit about, tell our audience a little bit about the show so that they kind of get a feel now, for now, it. Now, Steve is the director. Okay. And Clara plays Blanche Dubois. Yes, Her and I, I have do. many scenes together. It's awesome. <laughs> and uh, you're, of course, um, Willie Loman. Willie Loman from mm-hmm. uh, Death of a Salesman. Death of a Salesman, Yeah, so, it's, it, so you have the characters from Death of a Salesman, A Streetcar Named Desire, and, and, mm-hmm. and what's 
What's Virginia the, Woolf. What's Virginia, the matter with Virginia, Virginia Woolf? Is yeah. that the, the, the who's yeah. afraid? Who's, who's afraid of? What's the matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? You? What's the matter? You? So, how did this? I, I guess Phil had been, Phil uh, Yeager, who was uh, in the cast as well, had been working on this for a few years trying to get it to Kenosha. Yeah, he brought it to me about four years ago, mm-hmm. and we had been talking about it. It's, it was hard to get the rights for it because it hadn't been released. Mm-hmm. So it had never been done outside of Second City? Right. And so we tried and tried, and finally got the rights this season, and... Uh, we put it together, and I think we put together a pretty nice show. Absolutely. Well, rumor has it that somebody from Second City came and watched one of your performances and enjoyed some popcorn and water while she was here. So it's going to be very interesting to hear their take on your performance of it. I have not seen their rendition of it, but I can tell you that yours was quite funny. Thank you very much. That, w- that, was, that was our goal. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually to be funny. Yeah. Um, so it, the writing's amazing. There's, I mean, yes. it's just really the way it flows, um, and we took we took on our own take on our characters and did our thing, and uh, we made it easy for Steve to direct it. Yeah, that's right. So easy. I think it was actor written, mm-hmm. and that's what right. makes it easy. Actors right. write something that they can mm-hmm. perform, and it works. And I think, as as an actor standpoint of it, I think it's better not knowing that the person from Second City was in the crowd. Yes, definitely. You know. <laughs> she you know, introduced herself uh, afterwards. Afterwards, okay. At least we think she was from Second City. She said she was. <laughs> now, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're Stanley Kozlowski that you played opposite of. What, what's, what's the name of that actor? I have not. Uh, Neil uh, Rutassel. Rutassel. I, I met Neil for the first time today after the show. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he I thought he. That's the first really time in years did a good job since he's uh, acted. Really? Yeah. 85 was when Since 1985 time. was the last time he acted. Wow, that's a longer absence than, than mine was. I right. thought 27 years is a mm-hmm. long time. That's, what, 30, 38, oh, something like that, 35 right. years? Yeah. It's a good that's, long time. Yeah, uh, he did a great job. I'll tell you what, I think he's the first one to memorize all his lines. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, know I know, Clara, yeah. you, were, you were right yeah, on. You were you're right on, and I was, It's a veteran <laughs> cast. You guys are yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, the couple from Virginia Woolf was um, Kim and... Kim and Phil. And Phil. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, they did a good job playing yeah. self-centered drunks, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> High-functioning alcoholics. High-functioning alcoholics. Yeah, they were uh, they were pretty darn mm-hmm. funny as well. The, the whole thing, just... You, you wouldn't think of those three plays be, being put together in a parody, but uh, I, I explained last week, it's kind of like a naked gun movie, how you, how you parody mm-hmm. a bunch of different movies here. This is the same thing, but with, with a bunch of plays. And it might be a little harder to get if you're not a if you're not a theater person to begin with, and you don't know the the backstory of all the plays. But even if you don't, I think there's there's so many there's so many comedic moments in there, regardless. Mm-hmm. And and your timing, how how long did it take for you as a cast to get that timing down, Jim? Oh, you're asking me. Let's, yes, let's, let's, let's I'm ask, asking let's you. Ask you're the director. <laughs> no, he, Jim. He's he was watching from the outside, <laughs> looking in. I'm just worrying about what I'm doing. You guys, I mean, each had their moments early on, and then it, it just. Kind of mm-hmm. molds itself to fit, and yeah, uh, it's, it's all about bringing the energy to to the stage too, and, ha- and, and and having fun. Steve, it must be a, a different experience when you're directing a a talented troupe of of, of adult actors who who have done this before, and and they all bring a a pretty high level of professionalism, and and you could see that with that cast. You didn't have a lot of wild cards or unknowns there. Yeah, so, I didn't have a lot of fear in my eyes, or, or uh, you know, I was pretty confident mm-hmm. in this group. 
it, it definitely gives you the opportunity to dive a little deeper and work more on character development and timing and, and, and mm-hmm. all the things that you wish you could probably work on as a director with a lot of other shows. Working, but on, we, a- working on accents, working on uh, movement and, right. and uh, um, you know, doings and things as such. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, and that's the thing, too, is it, we're all seasoned actors. And a lot of people uh, take a look at community theater. They go, oh, community theater is a bunch of, you know, people who want to be actors or up there doing, why should I go there and check it out? Then the people who come see it, like, oh, my God, that's amazing. You know, it, I, I, had, I, had, I, I talked to two couples, came up from Chicago to see the show. It rivals and anything they, that you can see and, in and, Chicago. And yeah. they loved it. Yeah, they they the absolutely stage. loved it. And the, the couple that bypassed uh, Lincolnshire mm-hmm. for Greece, mm-hmm. Google us, came up there and had a great time. See, there it yeah. is. That's saying a lot. Yeah. So there, there is, and there is, each and every show that is presented there at the Rhodey Center for the Arts is good. Is yeah. a really are really good. And uh, folks, you got to come out and see it. And, and again, of course, let's talk a little bit about Lakeside Players. Now, Lakeside Players is a nonprofit, correct? Yes. It's nonprofit. So nobody gets paid. We're all volunteers. And have day jobs. And have day jobs, <laughs> which I will have for until I retire. Yeah, um, it would be nice if we could just quit our day jobs, wouldn't it be? It would Indeed. be nice. You can always quit your day at, job. but Yeah, well, it wouldn't go over very well with the fam, I can but, tell you that. Right, but, um, you know, and, and there is a lot of talent in this. I mean, we talked about many times on the air, Ralph, uh, musicians and actors and things as such. But Lakeside Players, again, nonprofit. It's ran by a board, correct? Give us a little little background on that. Yeah, nonprofit board. Um, It started as Kenosha Little Theater many, many years ago, decades Mm -hmm. ago. Um, Developed into Lakeside Players. Used to perform down at the Kemper Center Mm -hmm. uh, in the auditorium. And then uh, in the late 80s, uh, they purchased the what was the old Lake Theater, the Mm Rhodey Opera House. And they've been there um, for a long time now. It's amazing. It's amazing that, uh, you know, because there's... Nobody gets paid. I mean, on that board, and it is a, oh, a lot of work. Is, that place is huge. Yes, it's a that big place is build. huge. It's a lot of work to put on productions. It's a lot of work to manage to maintain that facility. The place. Yes. It's to uh, keep the lights on. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you know, the money that the people bring in uh, to, to see shows, or you can even rent the place out. My God, come out, come down there and rent out that lobby. Do something with that lobby. I mean, you know, have your wedding. There's weddings there. We were married there. We did. Were you really? We had our wedding reception Okay. Wow. See, there you are. A a lot of uh, members have been married there Mm -hmm. or use it for their uh, receptions. And and, it's a great idea. It's a great place to have it. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, it was built, what, 1927? Yes. I believe it was built. After the fire. After the fire. Okay. Yeah, there there was an original one in, what what was the first one? Yeah. And then they had a fire in 27. They rebuilt it. I've had the chance to go up in the attic above that place and look at look at the original dome and oh my god, yep, that place would be absolutely stunning if it were ever restored to its original, uh, its original is, state. Is that even possible, Steve? Uh probably not. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, tens I mean, of millions of dollars. Yeah, sure, yeah, I right. mean, they said the same thing about the Elks Club and take a look with, with I, look at the transformation into the Stella. It's amazing, yeah, right? right. So, right. So, if anybody out there <laughs> wants to donate a couple million dollars to yeah. uh, preserve it, we'll put it to good use. Yeah, there, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it is a beautiful place and it does need improvement. Hey, I'm a believer that miracles happen. I think that we just have to find the right, mm-hmm. just have to find the right benefactor who who really is um, engaged in, in, in the arts and, and promoting it because 
it, it's been going on for years and it'll continue to go on. You just, we'll, 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 it, na- we'll name something after them in the place. You absolutely. Know, right? you absolutely. Know. Couple million, yeah. Couple million, you know, move, you know the, the bathrooms. It might take <laughs> about 10 or 15 to really restore that thing to its original, to its original shape. Well, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so folks out there, if you want to, you can rent out theater if you got an idea for a show. Yes. You can rent out the, the Skinner, Skinner Hall. Exactly. Done. You know, I, I did with my uh, burlesque shows that I've, I've been a part of and some comedy shows that I've produced. Mm-hmm. You know, we rented out. Jeff yeah. Cesario. And Jeff came to town. We, you know, rented, yep. rented it out. Absolutely. That's what, that's what it's there for, right? That's why it was built. Rhodey Center for the Arts. For the Arts. A center for yeah. the Arts. Yep. Um, so getting back to our show... Which, folks, uh, you can uh, get tickets. You get tickets at uh, roadiecenter.org. That's R-H-O-D-E center.org. Um, and uh, buy some, buy your advance tickets. Uh, bring, bring, the, bring the family. Why not? You know? Uh, maybe not the kids. It's not PG the kids. 13. This one's PG-13. Uh, yeah, it's a hard PG-13. <laughs> yeah. As my mother, my 83-year-old mother, was there tonight. It, it may and be and close I, to NC-17. Oh, maybe. maybe. Well, yeah, I, no, I, not it's, quite. It, it's, it'll be an R before an NC-17. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an R. It's, 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 it's a soft R. It's you a soft use your R. imagination. It's right. NC-17. <laughs> if you're easily, 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 I use easily three times offended, you'll be offended. Correct. Right. If you're easily, easily offended, yeah, you let some things go. If you're easily offended, you'll be all right. But if you're amused, it... Goes but, over people's well, heads. Well, it, yeah. it, it, it does, and within context, right, and things as such, it's funny. I don't. I, mean, you know, I don't find comedy offensive in most cases. Yeah. I really don't. It's I mean, all in good fun. It's, it's all, all in good fun. fun. Um, so it takes place in New Orleans. We can tell you that much. Right. Obviously, with Blanche Dubois, Stanley Kowalski, Stanley Kowalski. Uh, come together. Um, it's it's set in a plantation house that Stanley and Stella just bought. Mm-hmm. Um, they rent out the rooms, mm-hmm. so there you have a few guests that come to their home, and that's how you bring these characters from yep. all these different yep. plays together. I'll give that, that's a good synopsis, kind of without right. giving anything away. The fun ensues. Uh, the fun there. ensues, and I love playing Willie. He's such an idiot, <laughs> you know, and, but he's a lovable idiot. But, you know, um, and, and, and you and I, Claire, have a lot of scenes together. Blanche Dubois and Willie Loman, who would have thought? Yeah, right? yeah, it's so much, so much fun. Such so an unlikely fun. pair. <laughs> so much fun. So there are two or three, are you doing a matinee next week as well? or That's, just Yes. Okay, so yes, there are three more performances, three mm-hmm. more opportunities to catch it. Yep. Uh, Friday or Saturday at 7 o'clock p.m.? 7.30. 7.30 p.m., I'm sorry, but get there at 7 and, right. and have, have some have popcorn and beer have, anyway. Have, yep. have, you know, we do have a fully stocked bar. We do, beer. For the folks who like to... Um, Mix it up. And vibe. They have, um, <laughs> you, you can. I think they have the claw there for you claw drinkers. They, they do. And, uh, and they plenty certainly of, do. Pl- plenty of snacks and refreshments. And uh, Yeah. And you got to, you know, and there's always improvements being done to the roadie as well. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, uh, the, the VIG for putting together the uh, concession oh, yeah. stand. Yeah. Joe Vigneri. Joe Vigneri. Did a really good job donating some money um, to make it a full functioning bar. Yeah, you know, gotta put the sinks in there. Make sure everything is, is uh, and, and to make it available to caterers, right? That yes. they can work on it. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, and of course, the Pollard Galleries, smack dab next door. Check out some art. And I mean, it, it is a center for the arts. And we have bowls, bowls and books at the end of the. Oh month yeah, too. when's bowls and books coming up? That's I think coming it's up twenty fifth, twenty fourth, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Yeah, and that's always a big uh, money maker for Our biggest uh, fundraiser. It's, yeah. it's your biggest fun fundraiser, and I'm sad I'm going to miss it this year. Last year I was in between jobs and I was, you know, 
like, oh, you know, well, I got, <laughs> I left my other job with purposely took a week off. You know, how you do that mm-hmm. so I can, you know, slide into my next job. And I was just kind of like, oh, I'm off. I go to you know, both of them. It's great, folks. If you're listening, go down to Rhodey Center for the Arts, 514, is it 516? Just look for the big oh, words Jim, really that say, it's right on 546 Street. It yeah. says, it says Rhodey. You can't miss you can't it. You really can't. So our show is coming up again, uh, the dates uh, fr- this Friday. This Friday, this Saturday at 730 mm-hmm. and Sunday at 2 o'clock. That'll right. be our last show, Jimmy. I know. You know we'll, we'll, it won't be the last show together. <laughs> but it's no, the last not the last show together. Of it's this a, show. Of, of this show together. Because right. we love working together. Oh, it's so much fun, guys. You know, I really do enjoy it. Um, and guys and gals, uh, go to the Rhodey Center for the Arts, uh, com, RhodeyCenter.org. Get yourself some tickets for this uh, show, and it's what eleven bucks, twelve bucks. You guys don't know the price. Even we're on the stage. We don't have to pay. You're on the stage. He's a direct. Doesn't know. I have to watch you guys. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's like eleven bucks. Whatever it is, it's it's very inexpensive. (laughs) That's the fourteenth, the fifteenth, and the sixteenth next weekend. If you want some some comedy in your life, yeah, come see it. I'm I'm, I'm very proud of this performance. You, you should be. You should all be very proud okay. of it. And uh, I'm looking forward. My, to my it. next question is: um, We have a pickup on Wednesday. Are we doing? We do, the, we do have a pickup yeah, Wednesday. Please yes. be there. Okay. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Okay. Yeah, I just yeah. got to make sure. Hey, this Friday is you know Friday the thirteenth. So yep. what a great way to celebrate. Friday Absolutely. The 13th. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, folks. Hey, thanks for coming on. I mean, you know, the gang. And other questions for them, Ralph? I. I don't. I'm trying to think, I mean, of, I'm I mean, trying to think I, of something you, smart to ask, and I'm, you can, I'm running out of ideas You can here. keep gushing over how great it was. You saw it today. We were happy I did. I did. It was, it, was, it, it was fantastic. It was great Thank to you. have you. Yeah. And um, what's next for you? Any ideas? Are you going to direct anything else? Next season. Next season. Yes. How many years have you been directing at the Rody? Uh Since 93. 93. Wow. So maybe every other year I do a show. Yeah, yeah. Direct a show. I've done, it. what, this is my third show with you, isn't it? Yes. Because yeah. we did uh, Peggy Sweetwater, and and the Who Done It, uh, the Who Done It, which and which I was dead by by the end of the first act. It makes it easy on live. You just right? died. It was it was great. <laughs> I was great because where was I during the second act? I was in a bar next door. Like I made sure I got back for a curtain call. You over at Swedes to a curtain call or what? Uh, they weren't open at that time. Ah. They were the old the old cooler. Swedes Superior is a fun donuts. little place next door. It's Super, it's uh, Superior Donuts. Great place Sweden. to grab an old fashioned on the on yeah. the way in for as, sure. As far as 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 being in the same cast, uh, we were did Superior Donuts two years. Right. It's been two years. Two yeah. years ago. Wow. Uh, Superior Donuts, and I was originally going to direct it. Then we had some problems with our actor, you know, health health issue with the with, right. the, with the actor. And Jim and, went and, on, and and, uh, and Clara was my assistant director, and it's like you know, I had to, I had to jump in and you play. Did. Oh my God, it was it was so and scary. You were fantastic. It was so scary. I said, okay, well, you know what, Clara, we're co-directors now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hand this off to you. And Jim had to beat me up. And so. yes, right. I, I kicked your I kicked your kicked butt. Butt in the big I kicked, fight. I kicked your butt on stage. It was great. <laughs> you got nothing you know, like a good old fashioned well, stage you know, fight. You know, the whole yeah. thing. And, and Steve's a big guy. And, and and you know, I'm not the largest of men. And and <laughs> I had to stop him sometimes because you would grab me, and you're like, I'm like, Steve, relax. Let's <laughs> slow down a little bit, man. This because you know, as you know, when when you're doing any type of stage fighting. The person getting beat up or being pushed is the one that handles the energy, right? You know, and it's like a couple of times Steve got carried away, and I had I to. Get carried. 
Yeah, you did. You did. So, uh, <laughs> you did uh, yeah. yeah, so if you're going to beat him up, you might have to pack a lunch. It might take you a little longer. That's all. There you go. <laughs> so definitely come see our show, man. We're, uh, again, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. This coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 730 on Friday and Saturday, 2 p.m. on Sunday. Any last words? It's a pleasure to be on stage with you, Jimmy. Oh, stop yes. it. To have this cast is... The cast is amazing. Yes. Absolutely amazing. And I'm not just saying it because I'm in the show. I mean, it, it came they, together. No, it, it's it's earned. It's earned. It's it, it's it's funny. It's fantastically funny. That, that's that's all I can say. I laughed the entire time I was yeah, there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's our goal. That's our goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both very much for coming on. We're going to be going into a, a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to have the crack. That's spelled C R A I C, which is a. Uh, authentically Irish band, and uh, we're going to talk with them about their music and uh, feature Irish music from now till, till the end of the show. Awesome. Back after this. And we're back on Get Real with Ralph, your host Ralph Nudie here at AM 1050 WLIP. And uh, if you didn't see us streaming before, our stream is back up at GetRealWithRalph.com or Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie. So you can see it either on mm-hmm. Facebook or YouTube. And now Bumper Music. Bumper Music. Mickey Dolan's uh, 74th, 74th birthday today. Now how many monkeys are left? Uh, just him and uh, Mike Nesmith. That's it. That's it. Because um, Torque died uh, last year, year yeah, before. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and Davy a few years before that. I, Davy Jones seemed like he, he he seemed the most youthful out of all of them. It was uh, seemed like it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, but he probably lived the hardest as well. I don't think I don't know. I think he had a heart condition, but whatever the case is. But uh, yeah, the, the anyways, mo- the monkeys were definitely a uh, yeah. a, a, a fun group. So it's uh, seventy five today. Seventy five years old. Well, happy birthday to Mickey Dolans. So we have uh, here in the studio with us the crack. That's how it's pronounced, right? Just like, just like a crack in, in the granite, or a crack yep. in the armor, or yep, exactly. cracking your behind, or whatever it happens to be. But it's spelled C R A I C. Tell us what a crack is. Uh, well, crack is a it's an Irish word, so it kind of means fun. It's kind of one of those interchangeable words that um, can be used. So, like a, a way Irish people would. Uh, Address each other as like, what's the crack? If you said, what's the crack? It's like, what happened last night? Any oh, fun? Gotcha. Oh, it was great crack, yeah. You know, so, you know, it's good crack, bad crack, whatever it is. It's kind of one of those words that has a lot of different meanings. Um, so that's why we decided to go with that, you know. Great. Mm-hmm. So we, have a bit of fun. So, we so we've got the crack, and the members here are Dan and Mick Kelly, two of your cousins, correct? We are indeed, yeah. Okay. And how long have you been playing music together? Uh, we're just actually playing about a year together. So mm-hmm. um, the reason we started this was we were out um, about two years ago on St. Patrick's Day and we were sitting in a pub and we were like, you know, there's there's not a whole lot going on um, as far as music and stuff goes. And we were just like, you know, we should start start playing. So um, I had never played with anybody before. You know, I kind of played a little bit myself and sang to myself and stuff like that. So after a few months, Dan coaxed me down to play with them and Dan plays a traditional Irish drum called the Bowron and um, we started playing a few gigs uh, or not gigs but a few open mics and some people saw us and decided uh, to book us for St. Patrick's Day which was last year so that's the first time we kind of really played for a crowd. So. That must have been thrilling. It was yeah yeah, yeah. 
that's that's one word for it. Well, about a week before, or no, not a, yeah, about two weeks before, we only had five songs, and then we were booked mm. for an hour. So it was a little bit of a scramble. So it was for the the two weeks to get uh, to draw it out. But how many times did you have to replay the same songs? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've done that before. Well, what are you going to lead with tonight? What are you going to play for us? Um, we're going to play Whiskey in the Jar. It's a real classic Irish one. Love that one. All right. It's one of my faves. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, you know this one. So. All right, here's the crack, guys. Well, if anyone can aid me, tis me brother in the army. The 
If I can find a station, it's in Corker and Killarney. And if he'll go out with me, we'll go roving in Kilkenny. And I'm sure he'll treat me better than me, all a sportin' Jenny. Mush a ring, dummy do, dummy da. Whack for the daddy o, whack for the daddy o. There's whiskey in the jar. Mush a ring, dummy do, dummy da. Whack for the daddy o, whack for the daddy o. There's whiskey in the jar. Outstanding, guys. Yeah. Nice sound. Nice sound. So how long did it take you to get that down where you had had the right rhythm with each other and, and able to start putting stuff together? You said you started a year ago. Yeah, I think it started out a little started out a little sloppy at times, but um, we started out doing some open mics to get some confidence going, and and uh, we got a good response, so it was a good confidence builder. Um, but yeah, just just getting uh, comfortable playing together mm-hmm. and playing out in public right. was was a good challenge. So, so you guys played uh, the Captain Mike's. Have you played there? I saw I'm on your uh, yeah on yeah, your, yeah, on your yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. Well, you you you, you, you kind of know them, don't you? I, I kind of <laughs> know them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm uh, one of the new owners myself. And oh, my are you? Jeanette. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Great. I had Dirty Burger the other day. It was awesome. Oh man. yeah, yeah. Love the Dirty good Burger. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, myself and Jeanette took over there. Oh, in, awesome. uh, Back in July. So yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Then you got to change the name of the place. Then Well, you know, Captain Mick, but no Captain Mick. We'll keep, we'll keep it the way it is. It's it's uh, it's a good spot. Yeah, so, you know. yeah, yeah. I know that uh, Jason Kent was doing the. Uh, yeah, so Jason actually uh, used to play mandolin with us uh, before okay. we moved. Before mm-hmm. we moved away, so and he was actually that's where we did our first open mic was with Jason. Yeah. Um. So then after a couple of weeks, he was like, "Hey, yeah. you know, I'll jump in with you." This so town's gonna miss him. Ha- oh, well, yeah, I tell you yeah. what, I've known Jason for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, just, he's a big loss. Oh, great, great guy. Musician. Yeah, we're bringing him back in though next weekend. He's oh yeah, he's coming back. back. All yeah, right, all right. Yeah, play some St. Patty's Day shows. So. Well, that's good. Sweet. That's yeah. good. So now you have um, you still have open mic on Sundays, but now you have it being run by Matt Meyer. By Matt, Matt Meyer. Meyer. Yep. yep. And uh, he, he does a good job of it as well. I've dropped in there after the show the last mm-hmm. few weeks to uh, yeah. check out what's going on, and we've even brought some of the musical guests that are here. We've we just brought them straight there. So we had uh, was that last week or the week before we had Kyle Young on two weeks ago. Two weeks we had ago. Kyle Young here, and we went straight there afterwards. And he brought his guitar and. And uh, mm-hmm. we convinced Matt to go a little bit later because we're on here till ten o'clock at night. But uh, yeah, that, that, that's a good crowd there on Sunday nights for for, for that open mic. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, I, as far as I know, it's the longest running open mic in Kenosha. It's going on over eleven years. Yeah. Now with Jason. With Jason. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's pretty pretty consistent there every Sunday night. So it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good long time. What are you guys gonna play for us next? I don't want to. I don't want to take up your time so you can't play music. So. Uh well. We have a song here called uh, The Crack Was 90 on the Isle of Man. Okay. So basically saying it was a good old time there. So like a lot of the Irish songs, they're all kind of stories and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So there's always, And they're there's all songs always... making fun. Of, have you written any of your own making fun of people yet? Uh, you know, yeah. I have a few I wrote about Dan, but I haven't played them for <laughs> you. Yeah, we're, we're, getting, we're getting there. We're all getting right. There. All right. Well, let, let, a, let's hear this one. Make in. sure we get that mic in front of you there, my okay. friend. Really awesome. close. Get really close with, with those vocals. You can move that up. There you are, brother. All right. All right, yeah, practice night in the early man. Well, we're 
all stuck Spent the evening getting locked In the heart of aces where the high stools were engaging Over the footbridge and down by the dock In the ship she sailed by five o'clock Hurry lad says whack Or before we there we'll all be back And carry em if you can Oh the crack was ninety in the Isle of Man Before we reached the Alexander base The ding dong we did surely raise In the bar of the ship we had great sport As the ship she sailed out from the port Landed up at the Douglas Head Inquiring for a vacant bed In the dining room got shown By a decent woman from up the road Lads, bet that if you can Oh, the crack was ninety in the Isle of Man Next morning went for a ramble round Saw the sights of Douglas Town And then went in for a mighty session In the pub they called Dick Darby's All got drunk be half past three Sober up we went swimming in the sea Back to the digs for a spruce up And while waiting for the rosy We drew up our old plan Oh the crack was ninety in the Isle of Man The night we went to the Texas bar Came back down by a horse and a bar And we met Big Jim and all went in To drink some wine at Yates's The Liverpool girls, it was said Were all to be met in the Douglas head McShane was there in a tie and a shirt And with the foreign girls he was trying to flirt Saying, hey girls, I'm your man Oh the crack was ninety in the Isle of Man Well, Wacker fancied his good looks With an island man woman he was struck The Liverpool girls were by her side And she was throwing the jar into her Wacker thought he'd take a chance So he asked the queer one out to dance Round the floor they stepped it out to Wack It was no bother Everything was going to plan Oh, the crack was ninety in the Isle of Man The Isle of Man woman fancied Wack Your man stood there till the heads came back And Wack, they all whacked to whack and sure whack was landed on his back the douglas force arrived as well landed a couple of bells as well and he ended up in the douglas jail until the dublin boat set sail and deported every man oh the crack was 90 in the isle of man yeah the crack was 90 in the isle of man oh the crack was 90 in the isle of man Guys. Yeah. Love it. I love the traditional Irish music. Oh, it's, it's just, it gets you in the mood way ahead of time. It makes me want to drink. It does make me want to drink. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give it that. That's that's by design, isn't it, though? It's good music when you're on the, when you're on the pub, too. Yeah. <laughs> the drinks start flowing a bit more yeah, at that exactly, point. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, what, what, could, what could go wrong? Uh, a pub, an Irishman, and some music, right? Yeah. What could possibly go wrong there? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It's it's really cool to see the response you get out of people that have never heard anything like it. So that's what that's what I like the most about it. So I imagine you're gonna be playing a lot over the next month or so. It's probably your busiest month uh, as a band. Tell us some of your upcoming uh, performances where people can come and hear you live. Um, we've got the next one is Friday the 13th as well. It seems like a popular day. That's at Stephen's Steakhouse down in Gurney. 
Okay. Um, we're going to have uh, Jason Kent's going to be there for that one as well, playing mandolin. So that's Excellent. Be a really fun gig, yeah. Okay, Friday the 13th at Stevens. Uh, got a big private, steakhouse, you said? Private party yeah, on Saturday. A couple and... of private parties on, on Saturday we got booked up for. But then um, we're going to be playing on St. Patrick's Day at uh, Captain Mike's from 6 to 8. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have uh, an ice luge there for drinking uh, shots of Jameson True. Uh, we're going to have uh, shot girls there giving out some shots, and we're going to have a whiskey taste. Oh, hang on. Shot girls? Shot, shot they, girls. They have shots. They give out shots. Oh, okay. Like gotcha. and, and a whiskey tasting? <laughs> and a whiskey tasting as well, yeah. So and then Sounds uh, like a dare. Up, straight after that, then we have beer bingo where you have a chance to win uh, some beer and a really cool Jameson lamp as well. So, so do you have any Irish-themed burgers uh, on the menu for Captain Mike's for the next month? So for the week, our burger of the week is actually going to be a Irish breakfast-style burger. Mm-hmm. So if I don't know if you've ever had an Irish breakfast, but it's uh, very meat-heavy, but uh, Irish sausages, which are different to the sausages mm-hmm. over here. Um, so we're going to have that and rashers, which is our version of bacon. It's kind of a, a thicker cut. Of meat. Um, okay. That's going to be on it. There's going to be fried egg and some baked beans as well. And then if you're really brave, we might even have some black pudding as well. But oh. You have to be very brave for black pudding if you've never had it before. You want, to tell, it. you want to tell our listeners what uh, black pudding uh, consists of? I, I, I don't know enough about it, but it's it's basically uh, it's a blood sausage is what it is made from uh, blood and meat. If you can get past it, it's quite tasty. It is. It's very good. It is. Yeah. But yeah. you just have to put your it's a delicacy. You, you got to forget about it and ju- and just enjoy it. Indulge exactly. <laughs> All right. What's next for you guys? Uh, we're going to sing a song called "The Star of the County Down." All right. Let's hear it. Near to Bainbridge Town in the county down one evening in July Down a boring green came a sweet Colleen and she smiled as she passed me by She looked so neat from her two bare feet to the sheen of her nut brown hair Such a coaxing elf I'd have shaken myself to make sure I was standing there From Bantry Bay up the Derry Cay and from Galway to Dublin Town No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down as she onward sped, and I shook my head, and I stood with the feeling queer. And I said, says I, to a passerby, who'd you want with the nut-brown hair? He smiled at me, and he said, says he, she's the gem of old Ireland's crown. Young Rosie McCann from the banks of the Ban and the star of the county down. From Bantry Bay up the Derry Cay, and from Galway to Dublin Town. No maid I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. She had a soft brown eye and a look so sly like a thorn in a rose in June. 
And you held each note in her auburn throat as she lilted lamenting tunes. At the pattern dance, you'd be in a trance as she skipped through a jig or a reel. When her eyes she'd roll and she'd take your soul and your heart she would surely steal. From Bantry Bay up the Derry Cay and from Galway to Dublin Town, no. Made up scene like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. At the harvest fair, she's surely there, and I'll dress in me Sunday clothes. With me shoes shine bright, and me hat cut right for the love of a nut brown rose. No pipe I'll smoke, no horse I'll yoke, till my plough turns a rust colour brown. Till me smiling bride by my own fireside sits the star of the county down. From Bantry Bay up the Derry Cay, and from Galway to Dublin Town, no. Made I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. From Bantry Bay up the Derry Cay, and from Galway to Dublin Town, no. Made I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. From Bantry Bay up the Derry Cay, and from Galway to Dublin Town, no. Made I've seen like the sweet Colleen that I met in the county down. So that was, um, I like the acapella over the, the drums part mm-hmm. of that. It uh, gives it a little more of a dramatic flair, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the drum, the, the bowron is a very Irish traditional instrument, and Dan can talk about it a bit there. Yeah, so I actually learned something new today because I thought I might explain something about it. But it's, a, it's a, one of the oldest instruments in the world, but it's actually a new in, uh, musical instrument. It's only really been played from the 60s and 70s. So. Oh, no kidding. That's what was it used for before that? I, I would say it was like a war drum or something like that. I'm not certain, mm-hmm. but they said it wasn't really used in music, but it's been around forever, so I assume it was some kind of a... So, letting people know it's time to eat, time to kill somebody, time to bury somebody, <laughs> no, whatever no, it happens uh, to be, huh? D- time to drink. Time to drink. It's a drinking drum. <laughs> it's a drinking drum. What does drum. a drinking drum sound like? Um, You've been listening. Anything. anything. <laughs> yeah, our, our, our I'm drum. thinking it sounds a little bit like a Guinness can clinking. What do you think? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we know. got we got one more. We do. We have got we we definitely got the time. We're so I think we should. Uh, hour, yeah, so. we're gonna we're gonna take us right to the top of the hour, guys. So uh, tell us what you got. Let's do one more. All right. All right. All right yeah, we can do one. Roved out. All right. As I roved out. So it's called as I roved out. I roved out on a May morning, on a May morning, right early. I spied me love upon the way, oh Lord, but she was early. 
Her boots were black, her stockings white, and her knuckles shone like silver. She had a dark and roving eye, and her earrings touched her shoulder. And she sang little doo, little doo, little doo, dee, higher dum a dee, and she higher dum a dee, and she landed. And she sang little doo, little doo, little doo, dee, and she higher dum a dee, and she higher dum a dee, and she landed. And she landed. Well, how old are you, my bunny wee girl? How old are you, my darling? How old are you, my bunny wee girl? I'll be seventeen on Sunday. Well, I went to her house at the top of the hill when the moon was shining clearly. She arose to let me in, but her mother chanced to hear me, and she sang little do a little do a little do a dee, and she hired a dee, hired a dee, and she landed, and she sang little do a little do a little do a dee, and she hired a dee, and she hired a dee, and she landed, and she landed. But she grabbed her by the hair of the head, and out of the room she brought her, and with the root of a hazel branch, she was a well-fed daughter. Well, will you marry me now, my soldier boy? Will you marry me now or never? Will you marry me now, my soldier boy? Can't you see I'm done forever? Well, I won't marry you, my bonnie wee girl. No, I won't marry you, my darling. For I have got a wife at home, and how could I disown her? And she sang little do a little do a little do a dee, and she hired a dummy, hired a dummy, and she landed. And she sang little do a little do a little do a dee, and she hired a dummy. Well, a pint of night is my delight, and a gallon in the morning. The old women, they break me heart, but the young ones are me darlings. And as I roved out on a May morning, on a May morning right early, I spied me love upon the way, oh lord, but she was early. And she sang, let the duel, let the duel, let the duel dee, and she hired a dee, and she hired a dee, and she landed. And she sang, let the duel, let the duel, let the duel dee, and she hired a dee, and she hired a dee, and she landed. And she sang, let the duel, let the duel, let the duel dee, and she hired a dee, hired a dee, and she landed. And she landed. And she landed. Outstanding, guys. <laughs> That was a lot of fun. Once again, they can see you this coming Friday. Friday at Stevens at 8 o'clock, and then on Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day at uh, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock at Captain Mike's in downtown Kenosha. There you go. There you go. And if they want to find you online at all? Yeah, we're on Facebook there, uh, at Crack Band. So Mm -hmm. you'll find us on that. That's spelled C-R-A-I-C. C-R-A-I-C. Band. Okay, so... Perfect. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. That's actually a good call out if, if mm. anybody is interested in even uh, joining up with us. They like playing Irish music and stuff like that. We'd be interested. Great. Well, thank you guys both very much for coming on. It was uh, great having you as a guest. Yeah, and thanks uh, for having us. We look forward it. to uh, seeing you play out. Uh, hopefully hopefully we can make it to uh, one of your performances. But if not, uh, if not, I'll be in for a pint and a dirty burger, my friends. Perfect. All right. For <laughs> sure. I'll have to have a crack burger. <laughs> a crack burger. Love it. Love it. We'll have to remember that. All right. Well, we'll be uh, we'll be back right after this break with um, Milwaukee Road and the Kenoa Kilts as uh, we continue on our uh, quest for bringing you some quality Irish music in advance of St. Patrick's Day and Get Real with Ralph.
And we're back for Hour 2 of Get Real with Ralph here in the studios of AM 1050 WLIP. You can also listen to us live and watch at our YouTube channel, GetRealWithRalph.com. We normally simulcast on Facebook Live as well. We've been having some technical difficulties, so we just got a live stream off of a laptop. So if you're a a Facebook user and you watch us from there, you can can still find us. But uh, we have in the... In the studio with us for the second hour, Milwaukee Road and the Kenoware Kilts, which is a uh, another band that that plays locally traditional Irish music, and uh, both both of these groups are on today uh, ahead of their um, very busy schedule around the uh, St. Patrick's Day holiday, where uh, you're probably in very high demand. So uh, welcome to the program, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you to. Uh, some of the members here so that they can tell us a little bit about their group and how they got started. So I have uh, right in front of me here, I've got Jim Sullivan, and um, not to be confused with Jim Sullivan. I get that all the time. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I tell people Sullivan, they go, Sullivan? I almost changed my radio, no, my radio name to Jim Sullivan because of that. That would have been really confusing to us, right, Jim, if I were to Jim Sullivan, <laughs> Sullivan? Exactly. And we have Janet Lettrich. Is that how you pronounce that? Lettrich. Electric. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Milwaukee Road and how you guys got started playing together. We got started about... Uh, Get close to that microphone right there. We got started about uh, six years ago. Uh, the personnel has changed a little bit. We had a, another member, Bruce Sedloff, who, who moved away. And uh, Janet is our fiddler now to replace Bruce. And uh, the rest of us have been together, what, three, four years? Five years. Five years, okay. So right after my surgery when I lost my voice. Gotcha. Um, uh, I started playing with, with Bruce and Jim because I couldn't sing anymore. And we were just kind of clowning around and uh, people liked it. So <laughs> we started playing gigs. Perfect. We had Keith. Yeah. And uh, when Bruce left, we had a Janet. Great, great. So uh, I imagine you have a lot of uh, a lot of performances lined up over the month of March, huh? We do. You, you must be in very high demand this time of year. Yeah, there's got to be, just in the next couple of weeks, probably six gigs. Two on Friday, two on Saturday. I'm echoing Keith over here because he's way in the back of the room there with his bass and no microphone. <laughs> so what are you guys going to play for us? I think we're going to start with... Uh... A bitly of uh, a bitly of Irish and Scottish tunes. All right, Jersey all right. Mackie and Flowers Bedenberg. Well, perfect. Let's hear it.
Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding. So you're going to be playing this Friday at the uh, Kenosha Creative Space at uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, from from what I hear. And uh, yes. so I just wanted to uh, plug that performance if you are mm-hmm. looking for an opportunity to go listen to uh, listen to this group. Uh, it's local and it's um, easy access. It's right on uh, 50. What street is it on, Jim? Do you know? It's, it's on 57th. It's on 57th Street. Yeah, 624 57th and, uh, Street. And 6th Avenue? Yep. 7th Avenue? No. 6th. In that 624 area. 624 57th right, right Street. There, I just right, remember. It's downtown. Believe it or not, I actually, w- when I had a mortgage company, mm-hmm. my office was in that building. No kidding. Yeah, right where the creative space is now. My old doctor was in there, Dr. Cresswell, years ago. Now, on the other side there, yeah. And, of course, Bub Lepp's law office was upstairs, and it was across from the bank, and they had that overpass there. And yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's nice to see something go into that space. The original that's... radio station was right across the street there in that bank building. It was, with the antenna right on the roof. Were you... Th- was that when you came on? I I got there uh, very quickly. I got there uh, in September of '83. And at the time, it was still downtown. It was still downtown, and then uh, in '84 they moved to this location, which they're moving out of here Friday. And of course, this is our last broadcast from this location mm-hmm. here. Uh, a era of radio being broadcast from Kenosha is 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 coming to an end, and a new yeah. chapter is starting. And yeah. Uh, WLIP is still going to represent uh, Kenosha mm-hmm. uh, on on the AM dial, but all the production is going to be down in uh, Gurney, in Illinois. Gurney Mills. I guess it's the only business I know that's leaving in favor of higher taxes. Can't figure that one out. I, but uh, we're, I, just, I just work here. We're not the brilliant minds that uh, that, that make the decisions. <laughs> we're just the ones that that make the noise happen. And uh, make noise is uh, what we do well. And uh, you're Absolutely. helping us make some really pretty noises tonight. Absolutely, Milwaukee Road. Uh, Friday night then. At the creative space, we'll be doing part uh, part Irish stuff and part our regular stuff that we do as Milwaukee Road. Gotcha. Some bluegrass and some string band stuff. Nice. Excellent, excellent. Well, what do you got for us next? Anything you want. You want to play some bluegrass? Play some bluegrass. Let's play a old cow in. It's a swing tune. Nice. All oh, right. Awesome. Sounds good. A little swing tune. From the Rio Grande, my legs ain't bold, and my cheeks ain't tan. I'm a cowboy who never ever saw a cow, never roped a steer, cause I don't know how, and I sure ain't fixin' to start right now. Yippee ki kai yippee ki I'm 
from the Rio Grande. I learned to ride before I learned to stand. I'm a riding fool who is up to date. I know every trail in the Lone Star State. Cause I ride the range in my 48. Yippee Kai Okai. Yippee Kai Okai. came to town just to hear the band. I know all the songs that the cowboys know about the big corral where the doggies go, cause I've heard them all on the radio. yippee ki kai yippee ki Like that, yeah. So that's part of your regular repertoire the rest of the year. Yep. Good stuff. Thank you. Do you uh year round do you find yourselves playing a lot a lot of uh a lot of events? Would you say every week? Pretty much, yeah. Get really close to that mic there, and then we can hear you good. Pretty much every week. And uh um, you guys do like the a gig or two a week at farmers markets. The markets, like you know, yep, yep. yep. And uh, I, I imagine your music is pretty well received because you, you sound very together. Oh, thank you. It is. Thank you. So we're going to something for everybody. Of course, of course. <laughs> so uh, you got more Irish stuff to play, of course, as well, right? Yep, sure. All right. Well, you can just jump right in and uh, do what you want to do next here because uh, you guys are sounding fantastic.
outstanding. All right. All right. So we got a couple of other members of uh, the band here that haven't gotten a chance to get up and tell us about themselves. And one of them is uh, Brent, who I know. So come on and step up to the mic here, Brent, Keith. And uh, Brent Toll is a, uh, a local business owner as well. So how, how did you come in? How did you come in contact with this group here and, and being part of it? Well, about seven or eight years ago, we did a clarion call on Facebook for a group to play at the St. James St. Patrick's Day dinner. And Carrie Spitzer and Janice Frillman and Jason Kent answered that call. And that was the beginning of an unnamed band that we weren't sure what the name was going to be. So Carrie came up with four musicians and a drummer, <laughs> which I beg to differ on that one. And then eventually we came up with the name Kenowar Kilt. So when I am in the group, it's called the Kenowar Kilts. Otherwise, it's now the Milwaukee Road. Now, Milwaukee Road, is that uh, a reference to do some of you live in Milwaukee or... How did that come to be? No, I think it was named after the railroad. After the oh, yeah. ah, after there the railroad, is. got there it. There it is. So are all of you from the Kenosha area then, Racine, or? We are, Racine, Kenosha. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, Keith, you've been really quiet over there. Swing that microphone over by Keith for a minute. That's why. He's swinging around. Yeah, he's swinging around there. Swing it right to him. You can step yeah, up. Yeah, originally I'm from Flint, Michigan, and I've been in the Kenosha area since about 1996. You heard the water quality was better here, didn't you? Pardon? You heard the water quality was better here, didn't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you've been well, in Kenosha since 1996. That <laughs> That's a kind of a sore spot with me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bet it is. I'll bet it is. But you moved here in 1996. Right. What, uh, what brought you to Kenosha? Um, I was out of the Navy, um, got a medical board discharge, and already had a job at um, the Sears Auto Center then Vernon Hills, and I just uh, went from part-time to full-time, and Eventually, uh, went to Motorola, started working there, and then uh, eventually, uh, eventually became, started in 1999, the instrument tester for the Houghton uh, factory out in Elkhorn. Okay. We, played, we made French horns, pretty much. I'm a tuba player, also. Oh, wow. Tuba player? Yeah. Gotcha. What was your original instrument, tuba, and then you played bass uh, actually, later? Actually, um... First instrument I took any kind of lessons on was piano, and then it'd be flute. When I was in fifth grade, I started as a flute player. Switched over the tuba in junior high. Uh, went to college uh, as a, a Michigan music education degree, and then I served in the uh, army and the navy as a musician. Oh, both. oh, so you were a musician in the military? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, um, and that's that, that's a great that's a great gig, no pun intended, to have when you're in the military. Well, right, you uh, don't have to do any of the booking yourself. People just call you up all the time, and uh, you know, you get paid for practicing. It was great. But they, they they work you they work you reasonably hard. I I, I was in the yes. Air Force, and I was stationed for my first three years at Lackland Air Force Base in Texas, which is where everybody goes for boot camp. And the reason I joined at the time is I wanted to get into a performing group called Tops in Blue, which basically did USO tours, right. but it was not a primary job or what you call an MOS in the Army. It was right. it was a or it was a temporary duty team. assignment, so you had to have a job. So I remember sitting down with a recruiter, and he asked me what I wanted to do, and I'm thinking, what has the shortest amount of school time and the least amount of studying so I can try and be a musician, which I really wanted to be, and turned out it was a cop, so I decided to do it and ended up loving the job. But the Air Force Band of the West was at Lackland Air Force Base, and right. I— Ended up singing with them uh, and trying out for them and uh, singing the national anthem every time somebody seemed to be retiring or, or something like that. And I got to know a lot of the people that were in the band. And that was really good experience. It was, uh, you know, their sound was really tight and they they performed over and over and over again. I, I think it created a lot of uh, a lot of discipline. Now, were you, were you a musician in both branches? Or? Yes. 
Gotcha. Yes. yes. And that was your that was your primary job the entire time you were in. Right. My MOS was zero two Foxtrot in the Army. That was, was tuba player. I was one of those rare people who went through the School of Music as a Army person who doubled on a minor. I started taking lessons there too, and um, it came in handy when I was in the Army. I sometimes had to sub for the bass player for another gig, playing with a big, um, big band that did some stuff like Glenn Miller. You know, they all dressed mm-hmm. up in the 1940s uh, World War One uniforms, and even it was a pretty good production. Oh, but that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it was. The only bass that I played in the Air Force was the M60 machine gun. I used to pretend it, <laughs> I used to pretend that it was my bass and thump on it when we were walking around, uh, you know, well, it's bored to tears. You mentioned uh, the Air Force because really, if if you want to be any musicians out there want to consider being in, uh, a military musician, Air Force is really the number one way to go. They always homesteaded you first and everything, and uh, you don't go through the Armed Forces School of Music. The Marines. Army and Navy do, and the Navy runs that. But if you're in the Army, you're the only one that's got drill sergeants there all the time, uh, beating you up basically, <laughs> mentally. So, was boot camp, were you in the drum and bugle corps during boot camp? Then did you no. they send you to the you Navy? A- had a drum and bugle corps at one time for the recruit, but they do have a recruit band that plays for the Navy graduations every week. Along with we did the the, the graduation every week too. How many years did you? Uh, how many years were you in the service altogether? I did three years total in the army, and it was I signed up for four. I served for three years and four months, and then uh, I started having problems with my right eye, and uh, they said, "Well, you're not deployable anymore, so we have to say uh, you can't be in the navy anymore." And you one you wonder how deployable you have to be if you're playing music. It's uh, the, the rules are so strange. Well, yeah, if you're when you're sight reading the music, you have to have a good vision, so. <laughs> that would make sense. That makes that makes perfect sense. Right. Now, you're, you're, did you start off playing classical bass, stand-up bass, and then switch to... Uh... Uh, I took lessons on that when I was in college, but um, I don't own one. I have played one before. I know how to play one. I know how to with the French and German bows and everything. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, can, I can do it, but I just don't have one. That's all, that's so is bass your favorite now? That's yes. what we've settled into? Yeah, I, I don't have a tuba anymore. No more tuba? <laughs> no, I sold, sold my tubas. I'm having dental problems and division problems, and I needed the money because I went through a divorce at the time. Oh, there you go. I had to sell something. Well, I suppose it would be the tuba then. So other than this style of music, what other genres do you like to play uh, with the bass? Pardon? What other genres of music do you like to play with the bass? What's your uh, Jazz, rock. Um, I've played in country bands, too. I've played mm-hmm. in blues bands. Uh, you know, that's one thing if you're a military musician, you get trained to be versatile. Gotcha. Awesome. Yes, right. ab- absolutely. Let's, uh, let's hear another tune and take us to the break. Absolutely. All right. Let's let's go, let's, guys. Let's see. Uh... Some people are blues thing. It's a little thing called deep elbow. Okay. Awesome.
you go down to Deep Ellum, put your money in your shoes. Cause the folks down in Deep Ellum give you Deep Ellum blues. Oh, sweet mama, daddy's got them Deep Ellum blues. Yes, he does. Oh, sweet mama, daddy's got them Deep Ellum blues. Once I had a fella and he meant the world to me Since he went down to Deep Ellum he ain't what he used to be Oh sweet mama, daddy's got them Deep Ellum blues Yes he does Oh sweet mama, daddy's got them Deep Ellum blues Preach the Bible through and through. Well, he went down to Deep Ellum and his preaching days are through. Oh, sweet mama, daddy's got them Deep Ellum blues. Oh, sweet mama, daddy's got them Deep Ellum blues. Put your money in your pants Cause them red-headed women They don't give a man a chance Oh, sweet mama Daddy's got them deep ellum blues Yes, he does Oh, sweet mama Daddy's got them deep ellum blues Don't be slow. Oh, no, no, no. 
This song reminds me of my childhood, I gotta say, Jim. Yeah, this is a classic. Uh, Mickey Dolan, 75 years old today. Mickey Dolan's of the Monkey, 75 yeah. years old. One of the one of the things I remember about Last Train to Clarksville is the Monkeys used it on their TV show, and really, it was probably the first rock video. They had the girl getting tied up to the train and the train coming <laughs> down the tracks, and then you'd see them playing it, and they had it all acted out. And if you think yeah. about it, this is before MTV or anybody even right. thought of the idea of a music video. It's a uh, just a great just a great concept. What was that, Keith? Ricky Nelson probably had the first music video. Ricky Nelson, Ricky Nelson had the first, had the first music, music video. Yeah. I remember the Monkees, uh, um, my older brothers had the uh, model car, that car that they drove, that red car they drove in. <laughs> yes. My brothers had that model. I remember putting that. Remember watching them put that together and sniffing the glue, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew that about you, Jim. I always knew yeah, that. Yeah, that and the paint chips, you know. There it is. There it is. Explains a lot, doesn't yes. it? Yeah, but I, I found their... I found their their show to be pretty entertaining as a kid. I think it came on right before the banana splits, if I remember correctly. All depends on syndication. I'm sure it did at a certain point. On, on Channel 32. Remember when 32 had the stuff for kids? You know, your parents had ABC, CBS, and NBC, and then you had to turn that little, remember those little power rotors they had in Kenosha? Mm-hmm. So you get the Milwaukee and the Chicago stations. Had that little stuff. Yeah, it had that little <laughs> sound that it made as he turned it. Yeah. And uh, oh, old days. I remember my dad would just be when the Packer game mm. didn't come in just right and you get all the little snow on there and messing with the rotor yeah, trying to get it two yeah. more degrees to the right or two that. more degrees to the yep. left. The, da- days, the, the days before cable. <laughs> he did get on the roof. Who y'all get on the roof there? Yeah, yeah, yeah Brent. <laughs> which is funny. My dad's name is Brent. I don't know if you know that, Brent. But, yeah, I remember one time that, that my Brent, my dad, was up on the roof trying to get that uh, get that signal just right for a football game. But I also remember that he had a he had a Fender Mustang guitar, which was the like the junior version of a Stratocaster back then, a little short armed one that he still has, collector's item. And he would show me some of the stuff that he learned when when you know he was a teenager. And Last Train to Clarksville is probably the only song that he could play start to finish. So I have a particular affection for that. You guys don't play Last Train to Clarksville, do you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. They're all shaking their heads no. But uh, we've got uh, Milwaukee Road and the Kenoware Kilts here at uh, in the studio playing some music in anticipation of their upcoming performance at uh, Kenosha Creative Space this Friday and a whole bunch of St. Patrick's Day-oriented gigs. So we're happy to have them here in the studio and uh, tell us a little bit about how they uh, they came to be. And I'm looking at Janet's little multicolored bow there. Janet, tell me about that bow. Why does it have so many different colors in it? This bow is made from the hair of a unicorn. The hair of a unicorn. I knew it. I saw it. I'm thinking right? unicorn. Absolutely. You know what? I got to take a picture of that. I'm going to tell my daughter this that story. This is a rainbow hair on the bow. Yeah, it's from the tail of a unicorn. Wow. The last one. The, the last, last unicorn, yes. The, the last unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Great, hilarious. Janet. Thanks to you, unicorns are now extinct. <laughs> it's, it's or do they just died. give it a haircut? They just. This is actual horse hair from horse tails, but then they dye it different colors if you wish. Wow, all that's And it makes the bow kind of grab the strings better, too, in addition to the rosin. Now, you've been playing violin for how long? So I was in fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yeah, I started at Southport School so in, in the, the Beginner's in, Orchestra. So in the Kenosha School Music yes, Program. Yes, I was born here, and I went up all through school in the orchestra the whole time at Tremper and everything, and then, then I left Kenosha. Were you a golden a, string? No, I wasn't that serious about it. Ah, yeah. But then you picked it back up later. Well, yes, I did, yeah, because this is more my style of stuff. The orchestra was a little too, you know, boring for me. So what's the difference between a violin and a fiddle? 
it's the same instrument. It's just how you play it. Yeah, it's just how you play it. And yep. you play the fiddle. Now, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. And how long have you been playing now with, with, with bands well, and, and, and actually playing out for, for entertainment of yourself and others? Probably 15 years now. Not with this band. But um, I was in Chicago for quite a while. And um, I played with the, I still play with the Third Sunday String Band in Chicago. And then, um, yeah, I hadn't played for a long time when I was raising my kids and stuff. And I went to Ireland a while back, and I saw the Irish fiddlers, and I'm like, ah, I can do that. I'm going to go home and do that. So I went to the Old Town School of Folk Music, took a bunch of classes, joined up with some people there, got in a band there, and I've been playing out ever since. And then I swore I'd never come back to Kenosha, but look at me, here I am. And so when I got back we all, here, we, we all what brought that. you back? We all well, say that. Um, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, two things. I got a job here, and my mom is still here, and she needs some help now. So it just kind of dovetailed like that. The mm-hmm. universe just brought me back. So and, you grew up um, here, moved to Chicago, yeah. and uh, you have your children are grown. Where, where do all they grown, live? Yeah, two live in Chicago. One lives in Minneapolis. Gotcha. And so now you got to pursue your passion second time around. I, Indeed. That, that's a great yes. story. I find myself kind of doing that right now, just doing things that I hadn't done for the last 20 years because I was busy working and, and raising kids, which I still am. My youngest is still only three. My oldest is 21. But I realized if I wait till she's in college, I might not be here. <laughs> so uh, I figured it's time to start doing some of the things you love. And, and the right. cool thing about it is you think you can't do it because you're raising kids. And then suddenly you start doing it with kids and your kids take an interest and you start taking interest sure. in them. And that, that leads to a, a whole bunch of magic that you mm-hmm. never anticipated happening. So I'm, I'm really glad that I, that I made that plunge. And uh, I'll bet you were too. So oh, that, yeah. that, that's a great story. What are you guys going to play for us next? Uh, Benjamin Chig. Benjamin. Benjamin Chig. Yeah. It's an original right. tune composed by Carrie. Awesome. All right. Well, let's hear it. With the Benjamin, Benjamin Beer Company in Racine. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Now defunct, but yes. Yeah, I know. I like their beer. Thank you. 
you guys wrote that one yourself for a beer company. Very cool. Do you like beer? I do. I'm fond of it. Gotcha. What's your favorite beer now? Um, actually, my favorite right now, I kind of like uh, Milwaukee Brewing, Hop Happy. Oh, good stuff. So you like you like the hop heavy stuff, like IPAs Sometimes. and stuff. Yeah, so so do I. I. I like I like beer that has real good flavor to it. I can't imagine going back to the day when the best you could do was like a, a if you wanted full taste, you had to get a Budweiser instead of a Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Lion and Kugel. Yeah, are so much better today. They are, and even even then, when I was not old enough to drink, but I drank anyway, like everybody else did. You know, I, I preferred like a Guinness or a St. Pauli Girl Dark. E- even even when I was Special young, Export was good. Special, Special Export was pretty good. G- yeah, G. Heileman. Yeah, that was all right. That I, I remember that it came in those green bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always had a stash of different kinds of beer mm-hmm. in my in my basement bedroom growing up. I, I still don't... have one. Yeah. Well, not my, not my, <laughs> not my I remember when my dad found my stash, and ooh, was I in so much trouble. But, you know, really, even then, I would just have a beer with a friend. I wasn't one of those kids that went out and got all crazy and, and you know, drank, you know, drank. By, first of all, I was about 90 pounds soaking wet, so, you know, about two drinks was all I needed. But uh, I wasn't one of those crazy kids. I just wanted to sit and have a mm-hmm. beer. I, I think I just wanted to be a grown-up, and I uh, yeah. associated that with it for some reason. So we got time for uh, one more here before we wrap up. So uh, what do you guys want to what do you guys want to finish with? I think we'll end with a bluegrass tune. Uh, okay. Glendale Dream. All right. All right. Here we go. Kenosha Road and I'm sorry, Milwaukee Road and the Kenosha Kilts. Janet's gonna play guitar on this. She's gonna attempt to. Oh, I think Janice is gonna it's, do it's just. It's really fine. Uh, trying to play the guitar in the presence of. You know, greatness. It's a little, you know. Oh, please, no. Oh, you're talking about Carrie. Carrie. I am. <laughs> it's intimidating, huh? It is. Oh, I'm all jacked up here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And right now, Janet is maneuvering the guitar strap yes, it's around her around her neck, getting herself situated. Got to make sure we narrate the action for okay, the listeners out there. Yes. All right. Somebody robbed the Glendale train this morning on half past nine. But somebody robbed the Glendale train, and I swear I ain't lying. They made clean off for 16 keys, left two men lying cold. This morning at 6.35 Now things went fine till half past nine And he looked up and he saw Men on horses, men with guns And no sign of the law 